Welcome to On The Case, a podcast by Insight. Insight provides packaging automation from a new perspective, yours. Tune in for packaging industry thought leadership and insights that keep you in mind. Hello and welcome to On The Case, a podcast by Insight. We are thrilled to have you along for this episode of the show. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining me today. Now, on this episode of the podcast, we're going to take you on a tour through Insight and the solutions they provide and maybe raise some awareness as to the things that they are doing and the different markets that they're working in. And so today we have two fantastic guests on the podcast. We have Todd Davis, manager of Insight. Todd, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And we're also joined today by Andy Quist, VP of Marketing and Sales. Andy, thank you for being here as well. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. Looking forward to it. Well, guys, let's kick this thing off and just give us a brief overview of um, of Insight and the markets that you're serving. So kind of just give us that uh, that 30,000-foot view. Uh, well, Insight uh, manufactures and sells case-erecting equipment and top-sealer equipment for corrugated RSCs and HSC containers. Yep, and we're selling uh, mostly into food and beverage. I would say we're our primary markets, although we get into other uh, consumer packaged goods categories as well, but mostly food and beverage. So what are you seeing as the big issues that, that your clients, that your customers are facing in those markets, right? You mentioned food and beverage and a couple of other industries, but what are the issues and the problems that you're seeing your clients come up against that you want to partner with them to help solve? Well, I think a lot of our customers are trying to get into automation or are trying to upgrade their automation. And through that, I think they experience quite often workforce skills gap issues, which are trying to get people into their business, uh, into their production line. And uh, with that, uh, they feel a, ne- a greater need to automate. So with that automation, and I suppose maybe 2020 is an interesting example, how have you seen maybe attitudes in the marketplace um, change towards automation? Have people been more open and willing to the idea, just given some of the challenges that we faced over the past year? I think it's actually placed more of an emphasis on automation in a lot of cases. If you look at the industries we serve, particularly the food industry, COVID and the pandemic has has pushed a lot of us as consumers to uh, the retail stores to buy our food and consume our food as opposed to going out to restaurants and whatnot. And so the retailers are really pushing to keep their their shelves stocked, which is putting a lot of pressure on um, a lot of these food manufacturers to, to ramp up production or at least keep production going. And so, yeah, there's a, a tremendous uh, opportunity for them in all this, ironically, you know, amidst all the folks that are struggling, I think in general, food manufacturers have done pretty well in this in this era. It's been interesting to see the uptick in in their interest to try to, you know, get rid of some of the manual activities that they were doing in exchange for you know more efficient, higher productivity to meet the demand that's out there. Absolutely, I think even trying to uh, onboard new employees as uh, production warrants uh, that's been difficult. So. Uh, leaning towards automation and finding automated solutions, immediate automation solutions is some of their their larger needs to get their products into the uh, marketplace. Yeah, the other thing, Tyler, it's interesting. Um, I had a conversation with a customer about a month and a half ago, a pretty big food manufacturer. And one of the hidden costs of COVID is just this concept of, hey, you got you to protect your your employees. So if someone gets sick or has a, 
a close call on getting sick, they need to step out and quarantine and anybody that they were in close contact with is impacted by that too. And so this particular cu- customer that we were talking to, they actually, their leaders actually put together a, a budget, a fairly substantial budget aimed specifically at automating certain processes to take that risk of employee shortages um, out of the equation. And so it's kind of a double whammy here when you think about the increased demand and the impact or the cost of employees not being readily available. And this is a this is a category or, or a group of companies that already struggle with transient workforces and hiring, you know, enough skilled employees to do some of these jobs. So it's just been, I think, a really big challenge for them and, and automation really helps solve some of those problems. So is it would it be correct to say then that the automation comes in and really helps improve and boost efficiency, but also boost uptime and, and uh, maybe allows for higher capability of output um, from these companies? Is that is that an exaggeration to say? No, not at all. I, I think that's absolutely true. Um, you know, depending on the company, I think automation is most in most circumstances it's good, but it's got to pay back too, right? So all of our customers are, they're doing an assessment turn analysis on what's the cost of, of implementing the automation and weighing that against, you know, the benefits that it would provide after the automation is complete. So, but I, I think what you said is spot on. So guys, give us um, some more details on on the product that you have and the way that this helps differentiate you in the marketplace from maybe some of your competitors and other companies that are doing similar things to what you're doing at Insight. In terms of uh, case forming, I think uh, the Insight product line has uh, probably one of the most advanced case erectors that's in the marketplace. And it was definitely designed to reduce that workforce skills gap. So even the skill level of the employees that is required to operate the equipment, uh, that's a big uh, differentiator. We're deploying a lot of technology in that machine to close those gaps for our end users. Yeah, um, I, I just add on to that. You know, it's it's a fair amount um, of technology, but it's I would say elegantly applied. So it's kind of um, I would say it's technology, but it's it simplifies the the process um, of operating a case erector. There's there's really there's not all that many bells and whistles or trinkets to have to mess with or try to tune um, to try to get this thing up and running effectively and efficiently. So, you know, that's, that really speaks to the, the downtime concern that you brought up earlier, Tyler, just that's a, that's paramount to our, to our customers. If, if their machine's not running, um, if any machine in their line isn't running, it's, it's affecting their output and their output is where their revenue comes from. So that's very critical for them. And we, as a, an original equipment manufacturer supporting, you know, them, our, one of our main tasks is just making sure that we can produce equipment that's easy to use and that stays running. Um, and I, I think we've, we've, we've gone a long ways towards, I wouldn't, you know, we're not perfect. No company is perfect, but we've gone a long ways towards achieving that with the Insight uh, case erector. Well, and Andy, I think you brought up an interesting point that I think when people think robotics or when people think automation, they think, I, I, you know, I might not be the most tech savvy guy in the world. There's no way I'm going to be able to understand how to uh, how to operate and how to uh, control something like this. But that's not really the case. While the while the technology may be complex, the operation of it is really quite simple, right? And that kind of removes a barrier to entry when it comes to uh, what you're providing. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And, I, and Todd should probably speak to this a little bit more, but I, I really, I think of it as simplicity on the far side of complexity, right? It's, it is, you know, it's a Scara robot, but it's all controlled by um, Rockwell controls. Um, and so very trusted uh, platform that the thing that the Scara robot is built on. And then we worked really hard to make sure that when an operator steps up to it, there's very little thinking or very little uh, work that they have to do to try to set this thing up and and make it run well for them. So we, we really tried to to make it bulletproof and, and dummy proof when it comes to just engaging the machine and, and getting good good product out of it. Todd, maybe you can speak a little more to the just as far as the actual interface with the HMI and, and how we did some of that. Absolutely. Because we use that SCARA robot and it's uh, controlled through Rockwell, uh, we're able to deploy some uh, interesting tools that simplify that process of of uh, number one, just adding new case sizes, being able to change the machine over. Uh, the robot also enables a huge reduction in mechanical components. And that's where a lot of the old level skill level, uh, I guess, was required to operate uh, machines of past because of all of the complicated machinery involved. So the Scaro robot really enables that and uh, allows for uh, a much easier interaction with the machine. And uh, we have a, a tool that's built into our HMI that allows you or the user to enter in your case dimensions and just generate a recipe within minutes. And this really simplifies the process of changeover for our end users. And I, I would add too, um, Tyler, that it changes or it simplifies the process of changeovers, but it also simplifies the the process of just maintaining the equipment. As Todd said, you know, that, that SCARA robot has replaced a bunch of components and mechanical mechanical components that, that are making, you know, most erectors on the market run. And we've we've been able to, through the through the application of this SCARA robot, we've been able to reduce a lot of that or remove a lot of that. And so what you see is a very simplified um, machine and there's really very little that can break down in it. So the maintenance of this machine is it's a different story than than the maintenance and some of the other uh, equipment. And that, I think that plays into the setup and the tuning of new case sizes or recipes that you'd create too. There's just, there's far less to uh, to tinker with to make this thing set up and, and run well on a new case or a new recipe. Yeah, that also greatly improves in our platform, the uh, mean time to recover faults. Uh, because there there is not a lot of mechanical componentry in there to reset or to remove any jams from. And that's uh, what our customers are telling us. So they, they see that uh, improved uptime in our equipment. That's fantastic. And, and I've loved getting to hear a, a little bit more about uh, about that uptime and why that's so important. And uh, guys, I, I wanted to hear a little bit more about your experience. You each have extensive careers in this area. Um, tell me a little bit more about your experience and how that helps maybe inform your understanding of where the, uh, where the industry is going and uh, the developments that you're helping to create and the innovations that you are moving forward. Uh, just kind of give us a, a little bit more historical context given both of your uh, extensive experiences in this field, yeah. I, I, for my part, Tyler, I, one of my um, big passions and, and an area that I spent a lot of time in my career is working really hard at trying to understand where our customers are coming from. So, trying to be very empathetic for their pains and the problems that they encounter on a day-to-day -day basis, encountering uh, our products, and and then going 
and trying to understand that at a, d- at a deeper level. So one of the things that we've done um, within our company is is we've embarked on, it really it's going to be an annual process, but we've embarked on a what I'll just call a customer listening tour, uh, voice of the customer. We spend a lot of time going out into the marketplace and interacting with uh, our customers and trying to understand at a deeper level what really uh, drives them crazy and what their ideal states might be at some point uh, down the future. If they could create it themselves, what would that be? And then we try to step into that with the products that we design or with the solutions that we have, maybe speaking a little louder on certain things that they care about if our solutions happen to solve those problems already. So bring that full circle, you know, a recent tour that we did uh, a year ago, this really, a lot of these topics that we've been talking about already really came to light in that listening tour where customer after customer, um, you know, 20 some customers that we went out and visited and spent time with. And uh, a common refrain was just, hey guys, you got to help us out with this equipment and make it just dummy proof, make it easy to run. We, we, we can't keep people, um, we can't keep operators long enough. And, and when they leave, it's hard to find new ones. And the skills of these operators are are maybe not what they once were. We don't have the, the knowledge uh, built into our maintenance teams anymore, or, we, or our maintenance teams are severely depleted. So we need you as OEMs to step in and help bridge that gap for us. It's getting really painful for them. So that was a common refrain from these customers heard time and time and again. And so what I get really excited about is the fact that in this product, in Insight, the case director specifically, we've I feel like we've really done our best and put our best foot forward to answer um, those concerns that customers brought forth during that uh, listening tour. Yeah, and uh, from the development side, I, I spent a number of years in, in development uh, working with uh, guys like Andy and trying to develop solutions for those problems. And these problems have been around for a long time. And I think just recently, we are really seeing those problems intensify to greater levels. But product life cycles for our customers are also uh, issues where the life cycle of a product uh, gets reduced and reduced. So retooling and and being able to uh, move on to the next product that they're going to offer uh, is also an issue. And and certainly we try to develop that into into our case erector again with uh, being able to supply and arm the end user with all the tools to be able to uh, adapt this machine for new case sizes and. Uh, the workforce skills gap, again, that, that gap that exists there and being able to create uh, solutions that apply towards that reduction of workforce skills gap that, that might be found there. Yeah, it is, Todd's underselling his, his role and his impact on Insight a little bit. Todd, um, as you mentioned, he was one of, the, one of the earlier technical minds that helped kind of originate this, this Insight concept because there are not uh, any any erectors on the market that erect a case the way Insights does. And Todd, um, I'll, speak, I'll brag for him. He was, he was instrumental in, in creating that vision and helping that vision come to life. So it's only fitting that, um, you know, if he was at the origin, it's only fitting that he's managing the business now. He's doing a great job. That's a great point. That is a that is a very good point. Well, guys, as we uh, as we come to the end of our conversation here today, I want to open it up to you to uh, to share anything that we haven't discussed yet. Uh, any insights? Any um anything about Insight or your products that you want people to be aware of uh, before we sign off today from our uh, from our first episode of the podcast? Let me turn the floor over to you, Todd, Andy. Anything else that you'd like to say before we wrap this one up? 
you know, with with all of the technology again, that's that's on our case erector. You know, from from the being able to add new case sizes to coming out on the other side of that is uh, square cases again. For future automation and loading, we have some fantastic features on this case erector to produce square cases every time. And I think that's the other strong suit of this product is the consistency and the quality of the product that, that comes out of it. Yeah, the only thing I'd throw out there is, you know, for those uh, for those of you um, listening to this that have been in the industry for a while, you know, you might not have heard of Insight as a company or as a brand before, um, but it's probably worth knowing that that Insight is associated with uh, a company called Douglas Machine, and I think that that brand is probably familiar to you. It's been around for, you know, going on 60 years now, and it's been a big part of the packaging industry for a while. And so, yeah, Insight is, is a, a part of the Douglas family, and so a lot of that um, hard-earned knowledge and expertise um, at building really quality equipment that that our customers can count on, that's a part of the DNA of Insight as well. So um, just because it's a, a brand new name doesn't mean doesn't mean that the name isn't uh, built on something substantial. So we're we're really excited about what Insight is, what it has to offer, um, some of the some of the connections and contacts we're making in the marketplace, and uh, just excited to see where this goes from here. Guys, if somebody wants to get more information, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, they can certainly reach us through our, our website uh, and uh, also through Douglas Machine. Website is Todd? Uh, InsightPackaging.com. InsightPackaging.com for more information. Get a hold of Todd or Andy and uh, and get more information if you're interested in uh, in what Insight has to provide. If you want more information, um, you want more details, things along those lines, make sure to reach out to these guys and get that information. And uh, another great way is just staying tuned uh, to uh, more episodes of the podcast because we're going to be back and uh, cover many more topics in this area and share much more uh, expertise uh, as well. And so Todd Davis, Andy Quist, guys, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today. No problem. Thanks, Tyler. It was fun. Thank you, Tyler. Absolutely. And everybody, thank you for tuning into this episode of On The Case, a podcast by Insight. We appreciate it very, very much. Of course, like I mentioned, we'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. So if you're interested, make sure you subscribe to the podcast there on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to stay up to date with the latest from Insight. And we will be back soon with those new episodes. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening.